Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You're listening to The Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development, showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. Your host, Olivia, here. And this is season nine, the most impactful guest season. And I have Britta Nunes here with me today. And I'm so happy. Um, She has, we did a podcast together like over a year ago. And I learned so much about parenting in this podcast and also just how like shifts happen and, and different shifts happen in women's lives. Um, going into the shift of, from being a, pantor, a parent to a mentor, um, that's one thing that I have consistently like asked people when they've got their 20 something year old kids, um, you know, like, how is that, how is it going into that mentorship stage for you? Like, and they're, they're just like, at first they're like, what some people that don't know me they're like what and then others are like oh you know it's really hard or whatever and and stuff like that but you know now Britta has done so much so much has changed as as if you've listened to any of the other past podcasts with um any of my other impactful guests life is always evolving so we've got her here today to talk about how she's evolved and changed and get more knowledge from her so thank you so much for being here today Thank you so much. It's always exciting to see you again. I love chatting with you. We've been back and forth with different things. So it's always fun. Thanks. Of course. So yes, tell me more about what you do now. Oh, goodness. Everything. It's like you said, everything is evolving and there's always new things to learn, to grow, to step into. My focus has always been geared around women in relationships and the relationships they have with their children, the relationships they have with their adult children. I love that you said that because there is a shifting into being a mentor to your children. 
as they grow into adulthood. But the most significant relationship is really that intimate partner relationship. And that's what really helps us to understand who we are on a deep level. And they challenge us in ways that we don't always like. So actually over the years, I've been growing and delving into relationships with women who are married or in relationships and struggling to stay or go and trying to figure out how to really feel understood in their relationship. Listen, has <laughs> divorced, like, okay, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I did a podcast episode with um, the vice president of global marketing, marketing operations for Google. And we talked about having a good divorce because she um, wrote a book on it. And, you know, they still have a very good relationship for the child. You know, they, they're amicable. They can go to parent-teacher meetings and not be petty. You know, they can be adults and understand that their child comes first in that, in that situation. You, this is, I'm, I'm happy to be talking about this because it's, it's <laughs> I, I am so pro-marriage and she, she's very pro-marriage too. And the reason it's like, we have that conversation is because it's not, divorce is common. In yeah. 2022, we've had 44% of marriages end in divorce. It's, it's gone down a little bit, but still that's a little high. In my personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, and well, it's gone down, but not as many people are getting married. So we have to actually look at all the stats. Yeah. Because it gives the illusion that it's getting better when really people are avoiding getting married in the first place. I. It's gone down like 3% in the last two years, you know? So, yeah. And I mean, I'm, I told my husband the other night, like this morning or something, I'm like, do you know how lucky we are? to like have each other and not be dating right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, because. Well, people are opting to have relationships without necessarily being married. And uh, I misquoted 3%. It's gone down three points from 2000 to 2022. Okay. But what people are doing is creating relationships without that feeling of that marriage certificate. And they're trying to create relationships in the way that works best for themselves. And it's breaking some of the uh, traditional ideas. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I think that people need permission to figure out what is the best way to have this relationship that's going to be the best for these two people yeah. and to create it and then have permission to do it. Yeah. It's actually happier when people are able to be free to decide what's best for them. Oh, and, and people should, people absolutely should. And I mean, I, I want to get into this a little more. So what are some of the new trends you're seeing in relationships? The new, there's, there's, it's funny. Cause when I work with clients, I really talk a lot about the history of relationships. And I start back in the forties just to really get into this sense of how we have evolved as men and women in our relationships. And uh, I come from the perspective of heterosexual, but this is also in gay relationships too. This isn't gender specific. So these same dynamics show up in all types of relationships. And so the trends are that women are the ones who are more likely to initiate divorce, that women are now uh, having extramarital affairs more uh, as often or more than men when it used to be the other way around. And that women are opting to stay out of marriage, but be in relationships and not get married rather than choosing becoming married. 
And so a lot of those shifts are happening because there is a shift in having the freedom to decide what's best for her and for the relationship. And it's really creating a lot of empowerment, but it's also creating some challenges. Uh, yeah. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm such a traditionalist yeah. <laughs> I guess in this in this sense of like being married I just I think it's because I see the benefits of like having someone that I feel like is truly committed yeah to making what we have work to going through life together and I know that it doesn't have to just have marriage on it. I, I know that. I know, but for me, I'm such like, I got married at 23. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I knew, I I always knew from a young age that I wanted to be married. Um, but I understand that like my sister, she's not like that. Like she's, and, and that's okay. I'm not saying it's not okay. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really here eager to learn more so about this because a lot of the friends that I have too, they, um, they're so like for marriage itself. Um, And that's that it works. I think what's important to remember is that if you still have that traditional concept and you want to have that, and that's what you're seeking is best for you, then create it. mm -hmm. Uh, What's happening is other women who don't, uh, you know, really connect with that. Yeah. Have the freedom to choose something different. And this is what I think we're breaking the mold of how it's supposed to be and allowing for everyone to discover what's best for themselves. Very often, what I find is that when women who are seeking that freedom and that sense of independence, and they have the feeling that they have someone very committed, and they do have the sense of being free to be who they are, they're actually open to marriage. But then again, that's also a, you know, a person's individual decision. I think uh, the big piece that's coming out of this is the feeling of freedom to choose what's best and to have the permission to do it without having judgment or shame placed upon them because they're choosing a certain route. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we have definitely changed because I mean, since the forties, it's like, Absolutely. Well, the 40s with the war, it sparked a lot of this because the men went off to war and the women went out into the workforce. And that was the first time in a very long time that women had this idea that I can be part of the economic system. So this whole thing is what sparked a lot that led into all kinds of shifts in our culture over the last several decades. And, you know, there's no one set way to live. No, there's no, you know, it has to be this it no it's really about what works for you so you help women find out what works best for them right I do okay so many women have followed the traditional route and then they realized or have gotten into their situation where they realized that this is really not for them or they're not really sure so I get to help them explore who they really are and what they're really looking for and sometimes that's a deeper dive into making the marriage work and sometimes it's a deep dive into an honest conversation that it might be time to gracefully leave and create something different for her. The Um, beauty is that I'm not attached to any decision because it's not my decision for them. Yeah. Oh, oh, of course. Of course. I mean, you just help and guide. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. 
So what's an exercise that let's say somebody's listening and they, they want um, to, they're having challenges in their, in their marriage. What is like a first step or a process that you go through when someone first comes to you? Well, the process that I go through is really exploring much more deeply. What is it that they want? You know, what is it that they feel that they're missing? And we start talking a lot more um, clearly about what it is that they expected and what's not meeting that expectation and why. Because sometimes their expectations are valid and they just have gone about it in the wrong way or not a helpful, you know, helpful way. And sometimes their expectations are not really in line with what would be realistic. So we have to clear that up first. Because if you're not clear in your relationships, it's usually because you're not clear in what you want, what you're expecting, and then how to make that happen. So we break that apart and create a plan to decide what we want to do moving forward. So that's that first step is to really break it down and figure out where the holes are in the process, what's missing. Um, I'm taking notes. Um, That's okay. That's great. I, um, this is, this actually reminds me of a conversation I was having with, um, a new bartender at the restaurant and everybody knows that I do coaching. So everybody also feels very comfortable to talk to me. And she was just like, I don't know if I'm fulfilled in my relationship. She's 24. And I was like, well, do you want to just vent or do you want my advice because I'm I'm not I'm not about to invest all you know what I'm saying like yeah you have to ask permission right right ask permission I'm not about to waste time doing that just just me and also I, I I really want to know you know where she's at with this process and then I just I just asked her some questions I'm like you know so what's going on you know and um I, I asked her that that expectation, you know, what is it that you exactly want from a relationship? Have you set clear expectations or are you setting goals for something that have no endpoint? Um, so I love that you 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 established exactly. that right off the bat because it's so important because because we I'm real guilty of this. Yeah, it's I always want things to be better. I'm always continually trying to improve. So I'm working on contentment myself. And um, in marriage, you know, it's like, okay, I can get this done, this and this done. But if this isn't right, oh, I'm, I'm complaining. Like, I'm, I'm just being honest here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we perfect. do. And, <laughs> and um, but I also, I've learned through the years, I've got to learn how to communicate better. There's certain things that I'm just better at than he's, than he is. And there's things that he's better at than I am. And allowing each other to work in our own wheelhouses. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but big. setting those clear expectations of what I want. That's something that I've definitely had to work on. Oh, because, we all do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're kind of taught and told a lot of things that create expectations that are not really in my, that are not realistic. And, and this happens for men and women. And again, some of the history that I go through and how we socialize men and women when I work with clients, we do a deep dive on how we got where we are. 
because the way that we are socialized to expect things is so different than the way men are socialized. And then we get into adulthood, creating a relationship, and we think it's supposed to work. And it doesn't. And we're both going, what happened? I was doing what I thought was going to happen. And so is he. But those expectations are completely different because we're taught differently. And so then we have to actually break down the things we thought we knew and then build it up in a way that's healthier for both. And then you can create a plan. So it's a little bit of deconstruction that has to happen at the beginning because we're all going into this with, you know, blinders on. Yeah, we don't know what we don't know. Actually, Um, absolutely. We don't even know what to ask sometimes. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. So I would love to hear about a success story from someone that you've helped with their relationship. Oh, I would love to. I love my success stories. They're my favorite, of course, because this is what we do. What I love is when I can see the difference in a couple, but not just with her, but with him, because women are taught and trained to reach out for help, to ask for help, to say, hey, I need something here. And we are also socialized to connect. So connection is of high value. Well, men are often socialized for independence, freedom, and to be that fixer who doesn't need to ask for help. Now, that's a very stereotypical idea. There are obviously men and women who, you know, might be opposite of this particular, you know, pattern. But by and large, you know, women will come in for help and men will. So when I get a couple and he comes in, um, then we get to really do some fun stuff. And when he's really on board and changes his perspective and he's open, it's an amazing um, realization of the power that he has to be that male and masculine for her and how her energy matches and when it comes together. And I have a couple that I've been working with for a little over a year now, and I actually was just in session with him this week. And all he's doing is raving about how different this is, how so, you know, um, at peace he feels and how much his anger he knew got in the way of making her not feel safe, because that's the one thing men are socialized to allow to feel is anger, right? Everything else gets squashed down. So once he realized there was such a freedom in that, he said, it's like, I've never knew this. And he said, all men need to know this. And I loved it because, you know, when men see this and tell their friends, they can break that stereotypical message that so many men are getting. And that happened just recently and they are doing better than ever. It's amazing. I love that. I love that for them. I love that for you because it's when, you know, like, you know, you know what you're, you're doing, but like when people actually take it and implement it and they see how their lives have changed, because it's like, you got into this to help women have better lives and, and men too. But I mean, as a result, you know, you work with predominantly women. That's why I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's true. And it's like, you know, when you improve the life of a woman that's loving and giving and caring, most, like most women are they're they're improving the lives of the people around them as well. Yes, absolutely. Allowing for those things to, um, for, for their relationships to flourish. And I mean, and especially in the time of the world that we're in now mm-hmm. where, you know, divorce is a thing, you know, and, and have, but having people committed to want to fight for the success of their relationship 
Yeah. And, and being able to help them through that process. Uh, it has to be so rewarding. It really is. And here's the interesting thing. When you give people permission to say, yes, I want a divorce, it actually opens them up to considering, do I really want the divorce? It's an interesting thing because when people get too stuck in saying, no, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this work. I'll do whatever I can. There's almost um, a sense of taking back their freedom to choose and when we have a sense of freedom, that's when we can be in our best self, our most empowered self. So when women have permission to say, I think I might want to walk away, it gets to open the conversation. It doesn't mean that they're going to, yeah. it just means they're contemplating it. And this is actually what happened in the couple that I worked with. You know, he was going to leave at one point and then they worked it out and then she was going to, I mean, so this was a bit of back and forth, but having permission to say, I don't want you here if you don't want to be, but I want you here. If you're willing to do this, I'm going to give it a hundred percent. And that's freedom. And that's what love really is. It's not about binding people. It's about freedom to be there and choosing. That's a gift. Yeah, that having the freedom of choice, I definitely, and I mean, these are, this is, I'm so like, I'm such a prude, rigid person. <laughs> such a like. How so? But, I don't see that in you. <laughs> well, I just feel like I'm so like, it, the way that I, I was, okay, my grandparents were Jehovah's Witnesses. So like, there are some things in me that are influence. like, so like sh- restrictive and strict that are really subconscious. Absolutely. And so, but I mean, I'm, I'm totally, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm very open-minded and open to learning more about how other people, you know, see things. Um, And so like, that's why I'm like, I'm so like, cause I'm like, I've been trying to take divorce off the table for the longest time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know it's an option. Like, I know it's something I can do. <laughs> it's not necessarily, necessarily something I've wanted. Yeah. Um, but knowing knowing that it didn't come from an egoic state of like, I want, because I found when I, when I, when my husband deployed, I really realized the false confidence that I had from being married. Mm. Um, oh well because you know I had a person and and you know I didn't like I was like confident but like there was some false confidence there but then it's like I was working on myself and and um able to just really be in my own power Mm -hmm. um I was also training for a bikini competition then so it was just like (laughs) I was, I was like super fit. I was like running up like stairs and having so many Rocky moments, you know, um, eating super strict, living a fun life and really like enjoying being by myself and getting to know myself, um, missing my husband, of course. Sure. Um, but like just, just learning more about myself and then realizing like, I thought I was confident in certain areas, but I wasn't that confident. And then I, I, you know, I developed this confidence, um, 
through that process and, you know, continuing to like build upon that. Being um, on your own, you mean with him being deployed? Yeah. And, and then, yeah. And having your own space. Like and that. then just like my, my relationship with God, definitely. I, I have a very strong relationship with God and that, that really started um, me really focusing more so on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and my confidence coming from, from that in itself. Um, and just from just being like, like I, I am who I am. I made the way that I'm supposed to be made. And yes, while I can continually improve and that's the type of person I am, um, I am enough with who I am. I don't need to compare myself to anybody else. I don't need to, um, because comparison is like a huge thing, especially like in my demographic of people, like, I just, I think that so many, like nobody else has had to see their high school friends from like 10 years ago or whatever, like when they were in their thirties and starting their lives and really getting established, they didn't have to see all the accomplishments of the people that they really don't spend time with. They didn't have that like pushed in their face, like my generation does. And we compare ourselves so much more now than women and men that I know that are more mature and didn't have to do that. I think psychologically, social media has has done that to us. I also think that, um, and and I mean, I'm I'm more open and aware of of like my triggers and stuff like that now too. but yeah, no, false confidence was definitely something. Well, we all have a lot of, that goes back to the sense of expectations, right? When you talked earlier about if we have certain expectations and they get met, then we tend to have this confidence. And then when they don't, we tend to not, right? So our confidence is connected to this idea that expectations are going to be met. And there is a false sense of confidence in it because, you know, we can hope for the best, but we can't create demands or expectation on one another, right? And then the idea of comparing, that is huge. If one person uh, sees another and sees marriage as the end-all be-all, but doesn't feel that for themselves, the freedom to be able to say, that's not for me, you know, the comparing. Some of that comparing is hugely happening on social media and a lot of the shaming that's going on. You know, and that's one of the biggest things that I, I really enforce in my sessions or anytime I work with clients is this is a no blame, no shame zone. Your experience is based on everything that you had growing up and what you learned in society and culture, right? So all of that makes you who you are and the way that you see things. And the idea is to be open and willing to consider that other people might not see it the same. And that's okay too. So that way we have the freedom to be who we are and not feel, what's that comparanoia, right? People get, they compare and then they get paranoid with it because they're not the same. Yeah. We have to really be aware of what that does to us psychologically. It's very, it's very heavy. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're, especially if you're not in the right, like mental space, it's just, it, it can be very detrimental. Um, and I've just, I, I've experienced that myself. I also, yeah. now, now I look at things 
and like they'll be talking about how people like I, f- I find people calling more people out for how they are on social media mm-hmm. and um are you mean in like a negative way or yeah like you know why are you talking about a teenager how how a teenager looks you know like why are you talking about you know this and this and calling people out for being rude calling people out for for and if people actually said in real life what they say online like I I saw one of a TikTok about that and she was just like oh your house I like I like some of it but not like all of it why would you get that rug like why? <laughs> like yes, yes. I just, I just wanted you to know you've got a really long torso. I saw this t- and I'm just like, wow. Yeah, no, like the the things people will say and to- feel like okay with it because we've gotten so comfortable at saying it online, so we are more um, conditioned to be able to just say it right with without thinking of the impact how that might make others feel. But like you wouldn't say that to a person in person, you no. know. And it shows up in relationships all the time. <laughs> but how someone interacts on social does show how they how, like how they think in a specific way. And I forgot who, how it was explained, but and the reason I'm talking about this is because I'm one of those people that I do like want to look at somebody's social media and see what they what what do you about. find funny. You know what I'm saying? What a lot of people, they just show their highlight reels. They just show what they think is a highlight reel. So, okay. What do you think is a highlight reel? What is the image that you want to portray to the rest of the world? And then when I meet you in person, or I see you in person or whatever, are you really who you say you are online? Or are you living under a certain facade? And I've gotten it's there's a whole it's a whole different like dynamic that goes into that (laughs) like yeah yeah but it's like it's it's now it's becoming the way that we kind of interact with each other more authenticity right we're trying to see are you who you say you are and you know we're looking for that more because we are so much more out there and in relationships what we really do want is authenticity and the only way to do that is to know who you are and that's why every time, like my friend is like, "Oh, I'm dating. I'm I'm thinking about dating this guy. What's his social? I want to see it. <laughs> right. Like, no, like I'm st- I'm that person. Okay, if a guy if a guy t- shows me a girl, you know, a guy friend, it's I'm okay. I need to see her social because I, I <laughs> and I'm so critical. I'm so critical. Why am I this way? But everybody is. We have a tendency. I think it's important to I. You know, we have to look at the good side of this, though, right? because we want to balance it with, you know, there's an upside to it, but there's also a downside, right? The downside is we may look at it from a judgmental, shaming, critical lens, but the upside to it is just getting a feel of a person because you really want to get to know that person, right? So there's value that can happen if you know and are in touch with your motivation. Because it's what I tell my clients all the time. When you ask your spouse a question, know your motivation and always make sure it's coming from a truly heartfelt connected place because like we that. manipulate so motivation. much you have to be in touch with what is your real motivation here mm-hmm. so that's where you get to see one another and start to understand one another when your motivation is truly to see and understand if it's coming from something else that's not going to go well <laughs> 
So Britta, how can people get in contact with you if they're interested in your services? And I'm just, you know, I'm just a crazy person here. I'm just... <laughs> No, I, uh, yeah, if anybody's looking to really get clear on their marriage, their relationship, and what they want to do moving forward, uh, you can go to healingwithbrita.com is my website, and then click on the link and schedule a clarity call, and we can dive in and, and uh, take a look, and at the very least, you'll end with some idea of a plan moving forward, so healingwithbrita.com. And guys, that's in the links show links are in the show notes or description box below, wherever you're getting this information from. Um, yeah, I, you always, you always have me thinking so such a, from a, such a different perspective. And I, I love that about you. And I great, I greatly appreciate it. And, you know, you. knowing the steps and, and knowing that there is hope for you and your relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. And knowing that it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. That's the beauty of it. And, and really what we're doing is learning how to connect, but we have to first know ourselves before we can connect with someone else. And it's actually not as hard as people think it is. We make it far harder. So once we clear all the difficulty out, we find it's actually a breath of fresh air. It's much easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a process. No, it's a process. No, it is a process. process. <laughs> now it takes work. It takes work because we have to undo a lot of stuff, but it becomes easier and easier over time. Awesome. Well, thank you thank so you. much for joining me today. Thank you so much. I love having you and love your energy as well. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! 
Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.